The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome back to the last episode of Site Migration Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we've been publishing episodes every day covering a case study that walks you through the steps of an enterprise-grade site migration. Joining us for Site Migration Week is Doug Bell, the Chief Marketing Officer at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, we've talked about Search metrics and Doug's reason for wanting to go through a site migration, how they planned, how they did their development, executing the launch, and even how their site migration has performed. And today, we're going to wrap up Site Migration Week by talking about how you continue some of the momentum that you've built internally and externally when you do a site migration. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay. Here's the last installment of Site Migration Week with Doug Bell, CMO of Searchmetrics. Doug, welcome to the last episode of Site Migration Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey there, Ben. We're pretty close to the finish line. Have I give you a hard enough time about taking your sweet time getting the site migration up and running? <laughs> I would not have agreed to the podcast had I known I was going to get abused so much, Ben. But yes, you're fine. You're good. Oh, Doug, you should have seen that one coming. But so far this week, we've talked about why you did the site migration all the way through how it actually performed. And look, you were working with a sick puppy at an old website that looked like it was developed in the 80s. <laughs> you had to get your resources lined up. You had to actually do the work. You had to press the ignition button, evaluate your site migration. And in some way, it went well. Your visibility went up. And in some ways, it's gone badly. Your conversion rates are down Part of that probably from macro factors related to the coronavirus. But now here we are having gone through the site migration. 
Are, are you happy? Do you, are you ready to roll it back? What do you do to keep the ball and the momentum moving forward? Uh, I'm very happy, Ben. I'm actually ecstatic. Things went as smoothly as they could be expected, and it's the beginning of a process. We talked earlier about how you know, do your very best to think of this as a product and also understand that this is an agile implementation. So we launched with a test plan for each of our pages. Each of those pages needs to perform against those test plans effectively A-B testing, if you will. And that's going to be true for each new section of the website. But ask me that question again, Ben, when we relaunch the Knowledge Center, <laughs> which is the bulk of the site from a content standpoint. And we'll be adding a new solution section as well, which is going to be quite a bit of work. So for the first phase, I'm delighted. There's a lot more work to be done. So you got a beautiful new website. You still have searchmetrics.com separated from blog.searchmetrics.com, which I'll never understand. But nevertheless, it's a beautiful website. <laughs> and you mentioned that you have some other things that you're still working on. Why did you decide to break up the website and not launch all the content all at once? A portion of it's just risk. And again, as much as I felt like the website needed to do a better job representing who we are and our expertise and our ability to help our clients, and that was a big enough impetus, honestly, for me at the end of the day, the way to get past what really is a fairly big website for a company our size and to manage that risk, if you will, is to look at the website as a product that has multiple phases to it. So that was a bit of a no-brainer, right? It certainly creates a lot more complexity from a migration standpoint. Well worth it. You're not able to get the complete website that you want out there. There are portions of the website that have been updated in terms of the template, but still don't look great, Ben. And so you've got to live with that. You've got to be okay with that portion. But what it comes down to at the end of the day also is you've got different disciplines that you're deploying depending on the portion of the website you're launching. So think about the user experience and content necessary for a homepage versus a product page. And let's take that even further out to how a blog is developed or in our case, how our you know, 10-year-old knowledge center content. And this content goes back to 2013. Can you say evergreen, everybody? <laughs> content that's there. Those are very different disciplines. So as we approach the knowledge center portion of what we're doing... That's more of a content exercise. The design piece is super important. We talked about user experience and how good we were at integrating our digital strategies group and our SEO experts within that team to make sure that the user experience and the SEO balance each other well to a high performing page. It's going to be a much bigger challenge for the knowledge center. And not only that, but this is where we're talking about, in our case, we have hundreds of PDF studies and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of content that has to be reevaluated. And so it's not just a design exercise, it's a content migration exercise, a pretty profound one. And to go all the way back to your original question, why would we break it up? Well, because each section of a website typically requires different skill sets and disciplines. So that's why we're tackling it this way. Ben. And also because I want you to be annoyed with me that there's a separate domain for the blog. So you basically... <laughs> of course, always, Doug. So you went through this process basically to build the underlying infrastructure that allowed you to evaluate your content. As you think about going through this sort of foundational piece and changing your website, being ready to move on to content. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. What do you think the future looks like? Are you just reformatting the existing content, making sure everything looks right on the page? Do you go through an SEO exercise and call content and reformat and edit content and update it all at the same time? Do you move into different mediums of content, podcasts, videos, What's the next step for search metrics in terms of iterating on this website? Doing everything that we did poorly better. And I'm not trying to be glib, Ben, but we could have done a much better job on the content creation editing piece. And I think that we could be crisper in terms of that. And so that's going to be a big lesson going forward. We're going to do a much better job when it comes to our ability to make sure that our forms are working in the ways that they should be. We shed a lot of things. We shed using chatbots on the site and some performance marketing capabilities. And so we will do better, Ben, simply because we've learned from what we've done before. But yes, we're going to be looking primarily at this as a, as a content optimization exercise. We have an amazing person named Marlon Glover. And I think Marlon's been on the show multiple times, right? We go get to tap Marlon's expertise from a content migration standpoint. And we also... Sorry, this, this is a bit of a commercial search metrics, but we had this incredible thing called Content Experience, Ben, which we use again and again and again to really... And by the way, that was the thing that kept us from having the sick puppy kill us, if you will, was that we were fairly constantly able to optimize page-level content on the site using Content Experience to really get that through. So we're going to deploy our own dog food yet again, Ben. We're going to be shifting from our team full of XDO experts. They're certainly important, but we've got a, a room full of content experts at search metrics. They're going to play a big part. And we're going to get the content editing part better. So we had competing push-pull between SEO and user experience. So I'm going to be adding in our content team as that third leg to that stool. Doug, as you think about how the website, now that it's in migration, right? you've done the foundation, you're going to work on the content, affects the overall business performance, visibility of the company. Where do you think you stand today? How much work do you have to go? And is the work that you've put in valuable to this point? I think we're batting 220, Ben, right now. I think we got a man on base. So for those of you who are not baseball fans, that's 20% below minimally viable. Yeah, which sounds really critical. I know that sounds really critical, but the first two batters are up. We've got a guy in base. Overall, we're batting 220. I think most people would look at it and be like, oh, you're hitting 400. I think we can do better. And the reason I think we can do better is because we still don't have a site that fully represents content efficiency or optimization in the ways that it needs to. So we have to show the brand, Ben. We have to show the brand and our capabilities and power through this next iteration of content. So this is the scary piece for me, honestly. This is the big climb because so much of our SEO visibility is driven by our knowledge center and our blog and our glossary. So, you know, it was a little easy for me to be like, well, you know, SEO visibility is up. Ben, we really didn't touch the jewels, right? So that's the piece coming up. And so 
I talked about the SEOs working really well with the UX people. Bringing in that third leg of the stool is going to be hypercritical when it comes to the content team. And so each will have equal voice here. And that may extend the process a bit. We may well find ourselves chunking off this next release into smaller, more discrete sections. But overall, I think we're batting 220 with a guy on base. As you look back and give advice to the people who are considering going through a site migration, what would you have done differently? And how would you advise people who are going through this process themselves? Don't assume you have the internal resources to do this. Again, we were able to lean on a lot of our own internal resources from an expertise standpoint, but you don't just have great product and project managers laying around the office. We kind of presupposed that we could do that easily. That's the first thing. Don't try and do design on your own. Don't try and do brand iteration on your own. Go find experts, guys. And if you're in a high-cost city and you, you, know, you don't want to spend those dollars, there are low costs. There are be global, if you will. Sorry, Ben. I'll be more concise. Be global. Look to agencies outside of maybe your high-cost region. Couldn't recommend Nunao and the team there in Berlin anymore or any better. They weren't low-cost by any means, but compared to some of the agencies we would have used in the U.S., highly effective and certainly much more affordable than a U.S.-based agency. Well, Doug, I have to say the new website is a remarkable improvement, astronomic improvement, infinity improvement over the sick puppy that you had at searchmetrics.com for the last four years that we've worked together. I think the site looks beautiful. I think it's the conversion rate's going to skyrocket when business goes back to normal. Congratulations on, uh, on, on your new Ferrari. Well, Ben, I didn't build the Ferrari. I hate to say, I, I talked about a lot of people who contributed to this. I'm just a snake charmer who gets to get on the Voices Search podcast with you. But boy, it takes the team, folks. And I have an amazing one. I couldn't be more proud. All right. Congratulations to the Search Metrics team for launching the new searchmetrics.com. And Doug, thanks for coming on and giving us the honest and open look behind the curtain to tell us how the site migration went. Let's talk again after the Knowledge Center, Ben. You're going to hear a guy with a lot more anxiety. Maybe you should get me 10 minutes before the site launches to truly hear somebody that's stressed out of their mind. But Ben, thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll have to continue site migration another time then. So that wraps up Site Migration Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Doug Bell, CMO of Search Metrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Doug, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is marketadvocate, M-A-R-K-E-T-A-D-V-O-C-A-T-E. Or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link on our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, 
contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed next week. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.